Welcome to Last Orders, the podcast about the podcast. We are going to talk with some of the players about the recent episode of The Crowded Tavern, more specifically episode number 10 uh, at the recording still to be named. Maybe we can workshop that. Uh, with me today, I have my trusted friend and ally, Amanda. Say hi, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. And also with us, we have two guests. We have Adam, aka Strix. Hello. And Rick, aka Aline. Hello. <laughs> so how's everyone how's everyone doing today? Not too bad, not too bad. Mm-hmm. I went to bed at like 2am, so I'm feeling fresh, feeling super, you know, revitalized and ready to go. AKA, probably going to take a nap after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, it's Sunday. Yeah. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> Do you want the real answer or the fake answer? I mean, real answer. Um... I am having a day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it seems we have yep. uh, talked before this episode, so we don't need to go into details here. Uh, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a day. Adam, you okay too? Uh, I'm nursing a cold today, so uh, I'm just glad my voice hasn't given out. <laughs> You're doing great. Maybe within the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I if mean, I just randomly go hmm? quiet, you know what happened. <laughs> I said, if I just randomly go quiet, you know what happened. Hmm. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, and how are you, Marty? Oh, I'm I'm actually pretty good. Um, I've just had a very relaxing weekend for a change. Um, so so overall, actually, actually pretty good. Been staying home, haven't been drinking, stuff like that. So oh my gosh, yeah, actually managed to go to bed like. Well, not you know normal bedtime, a little bit later than than usual, but actually, I'm good. What's a normal bedtime anyway? Let's be honest. Like, what's a? I don't know. If Just... I go to bed before midnight, that's like considered pretty pretty good for me, <laughs> even on a school night. Like, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess it's just because I'm a little bit older, so I, you know, I, I need my sleep, or I won't function at all. <laughs> so. I don't think I believe that. <laughs> I also need sleep. Mm. Three a.m. is not it. No, that's not it. No, no. <laughs> I add everything else as well. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I need to clarify for the listeners. It's not like we're recording at like 9 a.m. or anything. This is the afternoon, guys. <laughs> it's the afternoon and I was still late. <laughs> oh, well, it happens. That's what you get when you record on a, su- a Sunday, I guess. So, you know, it's our own fault. At least I like managed all of our expectations when Marty was like 10 a.m. And I was like, mm, no, no, that is absolutely not happening. <laughs> And also, you lot are in the UK, and I'm in, in Denmark, so it's easy for me to say, like, an you know, quotation mark, early time, because I'm an hour later. So 10 a.m., that's 11 for me, so it would, would still have been good for me, you know? So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. But we're not here to talk about our uh, late-night habits, Marty. What are we here to talk about? We're actually here to talk about uh, that last episode that we did, the last session that we did, um, which had uh, a lot of time jump shenanigans going on. Um, so how did everyone feel after that session? Was it, was it a good one? I'm going to jump in here. I loved it. I thought that the, the like little snapshots through time over, what, a five-month period was really, really cool way to explore what was happening during that time instead of just being like and now it's five months later Mm. 
And it's like, oh, well, what happened? And now we know. Now we know, like, what happened. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was so cool. Awesome. Good job. Yeah, no, I have to agree. Um, I was like, I did wonder what was in store for us when uh, when you said that it was going to have, like, a bunch of time jumps and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'm not entirely sure how like, long it's going to be. And I know that like, I had some questions about it, like, when we were chatting beforehand, like, what we wanted from it. But, um, no, it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. It was nice seeing, like how everyone's life was like slowly kind of building but not just us as well like how like the rest of like the camp uh, had like side to kind of build i really think it's really interesting that we've got to the point of like since like session one we've all been focused on how do we get back um to the point where and i think it was neza that brought it up we kind of lost lost the plot not in a crazy way but in a genuine way of like the whole point of this was to become like kind of settle here and make a new you know find a new planet that we could start exploring um but because things went so tragically wrong (laughs) um we were just focused so hard on trying to get back that now that it's been a few months and people have started to kind of like you know attune to life uh are here it's kind of like yeah we've uh we've kind of achieved what we set out to do originally which is kind of interesting because i'm sure there are plenty of people who think that our efforts in trying to get back home are kind of a little bit pointless now absolutely and it was actually part of uh, nessa's scene as well um where nessa was talking to thrag where it did come up that you know actually a lot of the people here are quite content there is a small group that you know really want to go home but it seems like most people you know they actually got what they wanted so um so it will be very very interesting and i could ask this i don't know if i should ask this um i mean we probably have talked a little bit about it before but obviously we still have a little bit of you know road to go but getting the choice between staying and leaving do you your characters lean in any specific way currently Um, it changes quite dramatically after every bit of information you give us um, because I think Arlene was probably quite content on staying until the last time jump uh, which is where he doesn't feel too connected with kind of like his spirit anymore he doesn't really know what's going on Um and I think it was Strix that kind of you know, started saying, well, what happens if you go back and something drastic has changed with your spirit or like the deity that you both worship? And now he's a bit like, oh, shit. Um, he doesn't quite know what to think about that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he sits at the moment, to be perfectly honest. Mm. I think it probably will determine heavily on what happens with what's happening with his spirit i suppose because i have no idea what mm. is happening there that's fair how about the the rest of you strix for instance uh yeah they definitely don't have a solid answer one way or the other as yet um if strix even survives that long <laughs> Um, 
Why are you saying that? Probably, it, it, you, you, you're, you're seeming like that's <laughs> like a huge endeavor right in front of you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like you're building up multiple dragon fights or anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think probably m more stay than go. Although it's also a question of like, is it is it like a one-time portal deal? And you either go or you stay, and then you commit to that, or can you like hop back and forth? Could I could I go home for like a year or two and then come back? Is that is that an option, or is that just not going to be how it works? I don't know. Yeah, good questions. How about Nessa? I think for Nessa, it also is changes depending on the day. Um, She's determined to get the people home that who want to go home. But I don't know that she necessarily wants to go home. She's enjoying the challenge of science in a new environment um, and the connection with the goblins and the disconnection from like such a technological city like Barigu and yeah, so I I'm not actually sure. It's hmm. a bit of a bit of both. A bit of both, and yeah, like like uh, Adam was saying, like if there's a possibility to easily hop back and forth, like mm -hmm. maybe that's uh, something she would be interested in. Hmm. I think that was the idea, right? It was the idea that this was going to be a portal that we could probably utilize two ways. So, in that respect, it would have been best of both worlds. Um, but if the if the decision is stay or leave. I don't know what Arlem at the moment. Arlem, even sorry, I don't know what Arlem is is thinking. Mm. I mean, that's fair, uh, and I think that is you know probably how it should be currently. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll guess we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens um, towards the end to see what is possible and what is possible and, and what happens. So, I mean, maybe get Neza gets killed by dragons and no one gets the choice just gets taken away. That would be. Actually, you know, yeah. If, if Nessa dies, that wouldn't be a, a good situation to be in if you really want to go home. I guess. Nope. Just realize that now. Are you sure? Are you sure Nessa should go? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not letting you all fight a dragon <laughs> on your own. <laughs> all right. So, returning to the latest episode, any like favorite moments or something that you know? sprung to mind springs to mind straight out um, from any I have one <laughs> Strix has one Adam has uh, one sorry yeah uh, the, I think the opening scene honestly between uh, Arlene and Auburn mm. where they were sort of decompressing after so, like some of the events that had happened to each of them uh, in the in the previous episode and helping each other sort of come to terms and exploring maybe how how, in a way, they both needed the same thing. Mm. Yeah, that was very nice. I think, um, obviously, we're a group and we're all friends, but I do think that, it, like, there wasn't there's an unexpected kind of stronger bond forming between Auburn and Arlene that I didn't expect, to be honest. Um, obviously, I wrote the the letter and whatnot, but I did that purely because I felt that words were better than talking uh for Auburn um 
So I just felt it was stuff that he needed to hear, but didn't want to hear it necessarily through his ears. Um, so it's nice. Um, it's it's nice to see them. And then like even a couple months later to see that their friendship is still kind of like quite strong, that they're still like hanging out and uh, chatting to each other. It was It was really nice to see. Um, so yeah, I agree with, I agree with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, for me as well was a, was a really good moment. I, I knew that, that, um, Danny really wanted to, to, to start out with this. So, um, because we, I've spoke to him about it uh, beforehand. So, um, so yeah, so I, I also feel like we, we kind of had to because Auburn did sort of, you know, get to the push to the side towards the end of the season before uh, the session before that, uh, because to make room for, for the whole condu- conduit talk. Um, so yeah, so I definitely felt like that was still some emotional uh, thing that needed to happen before we could move on from, from that whole thing. So mm-hmm. really, really loved it. Um, um, I, I have to admit, I, I got a little bit emotional there as well. Like we ended the previous session and we started the next one again on an emotional um uh, um, uh, place, so mm. yeah, that was really good. Well done. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, thank you. <laughs> great. And I just feel the need um, to to say what Jake would say and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, Auburn and Arleem, huh? Can't see who." <laughs> I don't see that. It, I don't see that. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> I just know that that's how not... he feels. So I'm yeah. just. I'm just putting it out there. Mm. I genuinely hadn't thought of that at all, to be perfectly honest. No. That's not where my brain was going. Um, I don't know. I don't know what way Auburn swings. Um, I don't know if Arlem's even looking for someone like that. I don't know if that's the, how that's going to happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. It's yeah. not my thoughts. <laughs> it's not my thoughts. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Any Any special moments besides that? I mean, my spirit taking physical form was unexpected, massively so. Did not expect that to happen. Um, still don't quite know how to deal with that, um, or what the com- what the uh, what the results are going to be. Um, but I did enjoy kind of Nessa and Arlene running around the camp trying to figure out. Well, not a camp anymore. It's essentially a village at this point. Um, trying to you know talk to people and figure out what was going on um that was i really really enjoyed that i i like that one too um like your deity being like there's somebody praying to me <laughs> three doors up across the street and it was like this is so weird <laughs> um but i i have no idea what's that gonna yeah i'd say i don't, I don't know what's gonna happen with that i am intrigued to see um why because it feels like that was planned um we've thrown a lot of things at you that potentially like wasn't planned um i get the feeling that potentially was um and i mean i annoy people when i watch movies because i'm always the one that's trying to figure out what the plot is like as as the movie unfolds and i'm like oh they're the killer or they're gonna do this blah 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 blah. um and i don't like it because i can't figure out where that's going um (laughs) so yeah yeah uh find out I, i suppose I have to then admit that that exact moment, that thing, that scene was not planned, actually. Um, It is, I mean, it was planned in the sense of that I had the idea like prior to the session. So between the, you know, the latest session and and this session, 
I got the idea for this. So it's not something that's been planned for since the beginning. Um, this is actually kind of new. And, yeah. But it is because of, you know, what happened over time and how the characters react and, um, and, and, and things like that. So I just thought that, hey, this actually could, you know, be an interesting thing to, 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 to play around. So I think on top of it, like you messaged and we had a chat beforehand and I was like, I was trying to get back to the core of what Arlene was originally at the start of the game supposed to be. He was supposed to be cocky. He was supposed to be a little bit like out of his, out of his depth, obviously out of his depth, but also not really registering that and kind of, you know, ignoring his spirit guide and stuff, all that kind of stuff, which, and this isn't, I promise this isn't a, a bad thing. You ripped away like literally within an hour of session one because I didn't have my guide and I didn't have anything I could talk to. So his cocky nature was like immediately on hold um because he was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on and how he could survive life and all this kind of stuff and then when we were chatting about the the time skip i was i said to you i was like well i think given that you know people are kind of like regarding him in you know some sort of deity like light not deity exactly but deity like like um He's probably, if there's like a few months pass, he's probably going to get his cockiness back. He's probably going to, you know, get a bit like big for his boots again. And he's got his guide so he can talk to them slash ignore them like he used to. Um, and so I was like, that's how it was going to go. And then you once again ripped all of that entirely away. And now Arlene is once again in a very confused and very like not sure what the hell's going on situation. Um so, and again, these aren't bad things because I love it because it wasn't what I was expecting at all. But it has meant that, yeah, Arlene, um, I could, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back into my cocky roots. And I kind of did a little bit um, until the guide was made manifest. And then I immediately went back to, don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, <laughs> have to be really cautious about everything, um, which came across even more so when we were talking about, you know, going out to fight this dragon. I had, I kind of, I, I kind of knew that's where we were heading. And in my head, I was like, yeah, Aline's going to lead the charge on this one. He's going to be the one that's like, yeah, let's fucking go. And then when it got to me, he was like, no, 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 don't want to leave. I want to stay here. Don't know what's going on. Everything's weird again. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm intrigued to know how, intrigued to see even for myself how, how that's going to kind of play out, how his character's going to develop over the next couple uh, sessions. Mm -hmm. oh, nice. Yeah. wasn't again i mean it's not like i'm planning to rip things you know the rug away oh, under yeah. you so but it, it's you know it's cool it's uh <laughs> it really is how about you amanda um i think probably one of my favorite moments was just after arlene and Nuzza were like running around um and he like arlene kept saying like i don't want to be this person and Nuzza was just like I actually think you should be this person, like be this like priest or whatever you want to call yourself. And I really enjoyed that moment. I don't know what it was about it, but it, um, it was nice. I think in a weird way, you took the kind of the position of Arlene's guide in that moment because I didn't have I mean the guide was there right but I didn't have him to talk to because he he was also they it any pronouns we're still not entirely sure what the, the spirits pronouns are um, like they were also in their own world because they were figuring out new things so in that moment Arlene was genuinely looking for help couldn't find it in any of the places that he usually gets it from 
um, but you filled that role, which was kind of amazing um, and nice to see. It was nice. Um, Neza's not a bad person. She's very spiritual in her own way. She's just shit at talking to people. <laughs> She's spiritual and incredibly scientifically focused i'm not entirely sure how the two mix um they, well, they do yeah 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 they do yeah. Yeah. it's more like a nature-based spirituality like, mm-hmm. but fine. miracles don't exist <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> she really leaned really heavily into the science like no not we didn't make a god it's, it's impossible no miracles don't exist it's just a science there's a scientific reason for it yeah <laughs> I feel like one of the, my most favorite things about the entire session was Benjamin standing. We can't not talk about. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, the Benjamin voice, spot on. Spot I, th- on. I thought Benjamin was there. Mannerisms, everything. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great, money. Thanks. Thanks. I actually, because uh, it's actually the thing that I wanted to bring up as my favorite moment. I actually kind of <laughs> enjoyed playing uh, as Benjamin. Um uh, yeah, no, it was just fun. Though I have to admit, and I had to edit that part out of the edited version of of, of the whole thing was um, the whole whole. Hey, what's the secret that Benjamin has? And I was, I just that's like basically a minute where, where nobody is saying anything. And I was like, yeah, we'll just edit this out because this is not uh, this is not good. Um, and then I just realized a very simple, you know, secret that. Um, I've known all the time, so it it took me a while, um, but I got there. Um, but no, overall enjoyed it, and even uh, Jake has. We have spoken to Jake as well, and he, he loved, uh, for instance, the spider climb in the in the in the tavern. And I was like, yeah, that's such a you know Benjamin thing to do. So you know, let's do it. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed it. So thanks for thanks for playing along with benjamin as well um, no it was it was fun to have him there in some capacity since we couldn't have jake <laughs> sure. obviously i know i also really love the moment where strix pulled out his familiar like from within his feathers and it was a spider and i was just like this is so on brand <laughs> <laughs> Tingle's in, been there since I made uh, Strix's character. I don't know if Marty remembers, but he's been on my character sheet the whole time. Just not mm-hmm. used him. Uh-huh. I, I, I do think... I have to double check, but I actually do think that we have set up a, a spider um, token mm-hmm. for you in in, yeah. in, in in Foundry. So, yeah. But I have to admit, I completely forgot about her. <laughs> <laughs> but she's there. We did talk about her. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, hmm? In terms of moments that I really enjoyed, um, the moment of us all realizing that we hadn't spoken to each other about things that had been happening yeah. over the months that had gone on was brilliant. Um, I don't know. I, for some reason, assumed that we probably would have just told each other as the months went on, or like, mm. you know, it, there would have been some conversation between us. Um, but quite rightly we never we never said that that happened and we never you know specifically explained that we would have told each other about those things and yeah when it got to that moment it was just a case of yeah no everyone doesn't know about all the weird things they've been having over these months <laughs> despite the fact that we clearly have been talking and chatting and, and whatnot mm-hmm. we clearly kept things secret for some reason um so it's just a lot of weird stuff going uh-huh. on uh-huh. Well, yeah, I, I certainly like having lived with. Obviously, Strix and Neza would have spoken, but I imagine 
with, with Strix living with Nezza in the lab and having so much to focus on with her and Benjamin, I can totally imagine that Strix hasn't has like hardly spoken to Ali or Orbit. <laughs> How dare you? How very dare you? <laughs> I also think that it it sort of you know mirrors real life friendship sometimes because oh, for sure. you know, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of some of my best friends you know we don't meet up in, in person that often but when we do we realize oh it's been it's actually been a while because all this all this stuff has happened that is you know some of them quite big things um and and you know so i, I think it's totally totally plausible that that you know what happened in 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 the game is, is how you know it happens in real life as well so mm-hmm. um so yeah um any other moments I'm trying to think myself. Um... Not necessarily a moment per se. However, I am intrigued to pick your brain about what your thoughts are on how the village looks now. Because obviously we we kind of spoke about it a little bit and you said that there were houses cropping up and all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I want to dig more into your brain a little bit about how in your head it's it's looking are there like streets like working streets are there like you know, you know what what what's what's the vibe in your head yeah i mean there's definitely streets there's definitely uh wooden houses i would say at this point uh i don't think we've gotten to the point where we're starting to have a lot of colors introduced i mean even the the booze is you know just alcohol there's no taste flavor uh, added to it so i think everything is very basic still um because it is quite a you know it, it is quite the population, and as I also tried to to say during the session that you know it, it's more like community housings. A lot of people need to live together for now. It's only like specific special people, um, like Halim, for instance, that that got their very own house or Nessa with the lab. Um, so I don't know if that answers your your, uh, your question. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. for sure, yeah, yeah. I just um, obviously I knew that we had like supplies and we're obviously from an advanced world which probably knows how to utilize minerals more uh, than probably even we could in our current state in this time um but i did wonder like what resources we had to hand but it sounds like it's still kind of you know as you say like wooden wooden houses mm. dirt streets that kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely um but but you are getting some help as well from uh, from the goblins as well with, with various tasks like uh, uh, there's some trading going on there is uh, they are helping you you know adjusting to just living in nature uh, because they're mm-hmm. used to it you're not uh, so small things like that so um so yeah so yeah i'm glad we're friends with yeah. the goblins i mean and i like that some of us have learned their language i think that's really cool mm. I mean, you did you did uh, save the chieftain, so you were sort of in a in a good spot with them. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you know, it, it's also one of those things where I'm a little bit, you know, sad we have to move on for, from some of this so quickly because I think it could be interesting to see, you know, a little bit more in game, you know, your connection with the goblins and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, someone decided to set a deadline for for this uh, series, so. Um, so sadly not. <laughs> maybe maybe who not. Was that? I don't know. I don't know. I forgot who it was. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe in a one shot or two shot or something in the future, we can we can look at some of those things. Um, That'd be cool. So, be very cool. Yeah. So, any any thoughts on where you're headed? You're headed up the mountain into death 
decay and destruction. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. That's the plan. Um, if we all make it back alive, I'd be surprised. Um, and I don't know if I'm talking as Arlene or as Rick at the moment. Um, I uh, yeah no obviously. Arlene is very much like, don't know if this is the greatest idea. Um, he got a first-hand experience of this scaled bird uh, kind of causing complete and utter destruction and has just learned that there's more of them, according to, you know, Strix's um, accounts of what he's seen having sent minions out to the mountains. So I am not 100% on board, I don't think. But if everyone else is going, I don't want them to die. So that's where I think I'm sitting. I did ha- genuinely have a whole bunch of like reasons for you to go lined up. Like I was so- a little bit disappointed that you were like, okay. Because I was like, oh, Nessa was really going to like pile it on. Sorry. Ask me what they are now. I have no idea. That was oh. Wednesday thing. Gone. Um, but I had about 10. I was... I. You you hit me with the we'll die if you don't go pretty early on. So that was uh, kind of the most important thing. But if our like deaths didn't uh, matter, there was some other things on my list. (laughs) (laughs) No, I um yeah. After you hit me that one, I kind of was like, well, I can't say no to this Um, because it's true. You would die if I'm not there. It's happened before. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame you you can't remember it anymore, Amanda, because uh, we could have, have had like a you know little extra scene right here now if if, if you wanted to. So um. <laughs> I know, no, I've been sitting here trying to think like what were they? Because we, I genuinely had a load of them, and I'm like, but I can't remember them. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think it is definitely going to be interesting, and and in my head, I'm trying to plan. Because the next session we're having is a long one. It's like a full day of session. But I'm still mm-hmm. trying to, you know, trying to, to fit it into like session 11, session 12, session potentially 13, uh, depending on how quickly we move through things. And it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I feel like you can plan everything you want to and then you get to it and then it takes longer or things happen or the players have other ideas. So, we, so yeah, so... I have a rough idea about what's going to go going on, and then we'll see what where, what you all are bringing to the table. So. <laughs> it's going to be I, carnage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just yes. putting it out there now. Yeah. I just remembered a moment that I really loved oh, yeah. and also hated. Okay. Um, when Neza asked, um, s- sorry, my cat's coming in. <laughs> She's very strong. She can open the door now. Um, when Neza asked Strix and Benjamin to like use their level twelve powers, um, and like cast the, the the biggest spell they could possibly cast, and Strix is just like, "All right, I'm gonna make more skeletons." And like the skeletons come out of the bag and just like crawl out of the skin. And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I should have expected this, but this is disgusting." <laughs> That was grim. That was pretty grim. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't there for that. Yeah, mistake super made. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Strix had access to his highest level spell. Yeah. What was Benjamin's huh? spell? I don't even remember anymore. No, me neither. Oh, he he did the... Uh, so it's, it's difficult to see and, and be hit. 
uh, the flames, oh, right. uh, so, you know, sort of right, yeah, mirroring yeah. Um, uh, bottom. So yeah. So yeah, you're going up against the dragons, and I think Strix now knows that Wartem is also dragon, but definitely looks like a, a hurt version of them. Um, what are your thoughts? What is what is Strix's thoughts, and what is Adam's thoughts on on um, that whole thing? Uh, I'm. I guess I'm glad he's a dragon in a sense because it's something I can get like more information on without having to deal with him directly although I assume he's probably more powerful than even the strongest dragon we're about to face on on the current excursion um so you know we'll maybe (laughs) adjust his plans accordingly depending on how many of us sort of survive the 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 dragon fight that I I expect to have at at the top of this mountain um those are, I guess, those are Strix's thoughts. Um, Adam's thoughts. Uh, I, even though he looks like a damaged version of a dragon, I'm pretty sure he's like probably a full order of magnitude more powerful than like a standard dragon in the book. Um, so I'm not sure if we like if we're gonna have to fight him or not. Or if we can maybe find a way around that, or if Baraguro's just doomed. <laughs> that would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> Narratively, Adam knows that you don't have any more plans for Baraguro, so. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can always just look at it in the past. You don't have to look forward, right? <laughs> so. So I guess one of the so what would the biggest surprise be that there would be no dragon fight on top of the mountain? That the dragons are actually friendly and are welcoming us and throwing us a party. Oh yeah, that they have spent the past four months also trying to figure out ways to open a portal to get us all back. That's that's <laughs> that's what I'm expecting. All right, all right. Well, I'll, I'll write that. That's why they took the Mac I'll write that down. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. I'll, it makes sense. I'll, I'll write that down Just in saying. my notes, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think um, I think it's going to be a tough fight. Uh, I think... Uh, I don't want to say that people are going to die because I don't want to manifest it necessarily, but at the same time... <laughs> I've I've done this D&D rodeo. I know what happens when people <laughs> fight dragons. Um, and it usually never goes the way people expect it to, no matter how well-planned you think you are. Um, That's true. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just... I'm going to try and take it as it comes um, and assume that we're going to be fine and that everyone gets to go home and it's going to be happy. I like that optimism. <laughs> And that water isn't going to come and appear halfway through the fight and immediately murder us all with like one single move. You can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's actually kind of interesting because I know in, in our private game, I usually always have like you know a some kind of mechanism in place in case, you know, something should very go, you know, horribly wrong for the players, just just in case that, you know, 
Um, since since it's a long term thing we're playing, I, I want to at least give the player the option to you know do you want to die or do you want that to be a save if, if you know if it happens. Um, but I actually don't have anything for this one. Interesting. <laughs> so super um, great. So yeah, just just you know managing your expectations, you know. So mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. how many hit points does Nessa have? Because because the plot sort of ends if Nessa dies. Yep, not not enough. Got <laughs> <laughs> any spare hit points there, Marty? <laughs> I mean. I don't know. You you know your characters. You know what they can do and their abilities and everything, right? So you are Strix. Yeah, Strix still has a few tricks up his sleeve, but it's not going to help keep Nezra. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really think that we've got much more from Neza because uh, everything that we have, like all her cool things, are all involving like projectiles, like arrows and and stuff, and nobody has used any of that. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll promise you that I'll throw that the dragon will throw a few rocks at you, so you can do some cool shit. Okay, yeah. perfect. Thanks. Good. And, any other wishes now that we are um, talking about them? Any wishes for for the dragon fight? A few extra levels. <laughs> <laughs> if we're asking for stuff, yeah. Uh, I mean, according to my calculations, you fighting the level of dragon I have in mind should be a hard fight. So, I mean, you should have a chance. So, a chance. A long rest right before we get there. <laughs> See, I think if if we're playing, if we're doing that, then I don't think it's necessary to have the combat before that anyway. Then it doesn't matter, right? So. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm definitely looking forward to to our one day of of D and D. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very excited for the pizza that will be arriving that day as well. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> I've got snacks and stuff planned. Um, so it's a good thing That's I'm getting paid like a couple of days just before that because <laughs> I can I can uh, make sure that the day is full of nice drinks and snacks. We just need to make sure that we're not having like too many nice alcoholic drinks, or by the end of session thirteen, <laughs> it just like won't even make sense anymore. I Drunk D and D, fun in theory, <laughs> terrible. Mistakes were made. I don't think I've ever played Drunk D and D before. Oh yeah, St. Patrick's Day last year. Okay. Um, things happened, and I spent the next three days like being like. Hey, uh, DM. Um, what what did I do? Why did I go down there? Can you just like? Can you? I, I, this is the last thing I really remember. Can you just like walk me through it? So <laughs> it, was, it, was, it like, wasn't a one shot. It was like a well. middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it was our regular campaign. I feel like a drunk one shot could be like could be quite fun, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah, like we, a, we a totally middle middle of the campaign, middle of the campaign, just off your tits, drunk for some reason, doesn't <laughs> seem doesn't seem like the best. No. I wasn't the only one very drunk. In fact, like the DM locked my character and another character in a cell because we were just being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so like every turn of combat, oh well <laughs> what are Samuel and Smolder doing? Um we're still stuck in a cell. <sighs> Alright then. <laughs> Next turn. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um 
thinking about a drunk one shot live streamed. I'm not really sure if that's a good or bad idea. <laughs> it's a terrific idea. A bold idea. <laughs> bold idea, yeah. And not only that, you then include like the chat if they're watching being able to change shit as well. That's ultimate carnage. Mm. That is ultimate carnage. Okay, we need to plan this for the summer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. In between season chaos. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of running out of, of subjects about when it, when it's regarding this specific episode. So maybe just open it up to a little bit more general chat about TTRPGs. Uh, I know that we've spoken to Adam a little bit about it, but Rick, uh, are there like other TTRPGs that you like to play that is not D and D? Anything mentionable? So my uh, TTRPG career has been kind of focused on D&D, um, which I think is shared by a lot of people, to be yeah, fair. Um, yeah. So I have played other systems. Uh, I've played uh, Kids on Bike. I've played Thirsty Sword Lesbians. I am currently dipping my toes into Pathfinder, which seems fun, but from like a coming from D&D and trying to throw yourself into a new system like that is quite intense. Um, so I'm trying to pick it apart slowly. Um, but yeah, I've played some uh, systems here and there. One of the systems I do quite enjoy for like one-shots, not necessarily campaigns, um, I don't know if this is what it's called, it's just what the DM that I usually play with calls it, but there's like a Buffy TTRPG mm. system. I think it people just refer to it as the, the Buffy system. Um but that is quite fun in the way that it allows you to like set up like character traits and flaws that really affect like how your character plays out and like how it affects like your stats and all that kind of stuff. It is dated. I think gay is in there as a flaw. Um, <laughs> so it is it is a little bit dated uh, because it's based on TV tropes, right? So I think like being a gay character when this system was right, it was like considered a, a, a not a great thing. Um, uh, so definitely flawed and has some issues, but you can kind of like mold it and uh, tweak it in ways that uh, make it make it better. Um, so that's good. Um, but yeah, as I say, like my I'm currently in a, like a four year. Sorry, I just had a realization that's probably coming up to five years. Um, four year campaign um, that it has been like based on D and D, and that group is gm'd by one person but there are two groups so like with there's two groups running simultaneously within the world that he's created doing different things that are affecting each other as we go along um which is very very fun but i think a, a bit of hell for the dm um because it is hard to kind of keep everything uh aligned and whatnot um but on top of that i've i've started looking into creating my own world as well in which um i want to try and do something a little bit weird which is allow one world that has like a continuous plot and story to also um, include different groups, different DMs, but also different systems as well, um, which I think with a bit of creative hand-waving can be done. Um, there are characters, obviously, that won't be... If you try and play the same character in two different systems, you're obviously going to have to accept that some traits and some things you will lose and gain in, in different systems. But I think if, if people are on board enough, it'll be it'll be a fun way to kind of allow people to experience different DMs, different systems, whilst also being in a simultaneously kind of understandable and uh, familiar environment. Um, that sounds like so much fun, to be fair. I, yes. I would love to be just, you know, if you're 
looking for people. I would I would like to be part of that. That sounds. I fun. am. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I've put a form together. In fact, which is a very mm. early form of just asking what people's like experience are in mm. terms of players and DMs. Um, but if you're interested, I can I can throw you some information. Absolutely. Sure. That sounds like fun. Um, yeah, uh, and you also mentioned uh, Kids on Bike. Um, mm-hmm. I I have the book and never played it. I've just read read through it, and 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 it, it seems like it seems like fun. Something that w- I would like to try, but uh, one day. But it is more like meant for like one or two shots and stuff like that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've ever only played that as like just one shots for people's birthdays or just like we had free time, so we went to get together and do a one shot. Kids on bikes is a, a great one to just kind of quickly throw some characters together. I've never played it outside of a scenario of literally like kids on bikes like oh we're like you know we stumble upon an old cabin in the woods and there's spooky things going on Ooh, like you know the general's mm. 80s uh, yeah. horror trope um i've never played that I, I don't know if it works well outside of like trying to do that scenario but for that scenario works great really really good mm. yeah, awesome um yeah as I said, would love to try it one day. So maybe, maybe we can mm. do like a one shot one day in, in in like official the crowded tavern um, one shot with it because I would I would love to explore sure. it, see how it is, how it works. Um, any other TTRPGs we we should mention? I know that Adam loves to talk about Exalted, but I think we already have talked about it before. But <laughs> Exalted is that something we should check out? Yeah. Uh, if you like crunchy TTRPGs and anime, you should definitely check Exalted out. Uh, I'll, I'll like it's um, so part of the pitch you often hear for Exalted is like your, your your starting character is about as strong as a level twenty character in D anD D, and you just go up from there. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's very. Like, like it's a system you can build a Goku in. It's a system, you know, you can build all like, like any take pick any trope from a like a shonen anime. You can build it in that. Um, uh, I'd also say it's pretty good for um, social combat as well. Like in our long form campaign, some of the tensest moments haven't necessarily come from like actual fights so much as they've come from like negotiation scenes or, or where you're trying to do like I don't know maybe a prisoner exchange something like that and it's all like like it actually has fully fleshed out rules for, for, for social combat hmm. uh, unlike a lot of the D20 systems uh, and the one other thing I'll say about it is the stunting system so basically the more cool you are when you describe how you're doing what you're doing the, the bigger your the bonus to your role is hmm. that's right. good that's cool. That is cool. <laughs> I like systems that like put that kind of decision into the hands of the players as well because it makes them think a little bit. Because uh, I think some players are quite used to saying, "Oh, I'll do this," and then the DM describes what happens. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So it's nice to have systems where, because you know, I think most D and D players are drama nerds at heart. If you, you know, ground <laughs> down to it, um, so there's moments where players love doing that kind of stuff as well. I mean, just just 
Danny's description of you know in the cave and with the lava where he let, he's like stabbing it from the back and he's using his horns and throwing it into the lava. I was like, holy shit, that's like an yeah. amazing description. Um, and it is something that I need to, as a DM, I need to remind myself that I think it's totally all right to be more like, hey, you describe what's happened instead of I have to describe it every time because you know it it starts to get you know quite. Um, boring towards the end when I have to figure something, you know, a new attack out for like you know, a, a combat session that's been going on for two hours, you know, so um, so it's definitely something that, that I think that I'm trying to adapt as well, that you describe what happens instead, so um. Um, Another shout out to another system that I remembered, which was actually my first so my first foray into TTRPGs was not D&D it was a system called Ars Magica um, which is not fun for a beginner let me tell you um i don't know quite i don't know if the system's called ars magica or if the game is called ars magica and it uses its own system i'm not entirely sure but it was it was ours ours magica is what it was called it was a campaign that went on for quite a long time for like a year or so as well and it's quite intensive it's better for long campaigns in the sense that when you've done something the idea is that you have like a season like a season passes which is a, a, a period of three months in the game and then in those three months you decide what you want to do so you like uh, you train your character in certain ways you can train an apprentice you can um figure out like some sort of new magical ability or um you can craft your own magic you know you can take the 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 world magic that as you know and create something brand new if you're so inclined to um which sounds fun but it it, it requires a lot of forward planning so you have to be like okay in three years i want my character to be at this point and i'm gonna work back and figure out how each season i'm gonna get to that point um and for people who like that, great, obviously. For me, who was brand new to D&Ds and thought we were just throwing fireballs around, not the best <laughs> thing to be introduced because I was like, you know, I was being asked questions of like kind of magnitude of like, so what's what's the plan for your character? And I was like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand how TTRPGs work, you know? Um, so um, good system, but probably not for beginners, for sure. I can't even do that in you know real life. So how mm, the hell? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Any last comments before we we head out of here? From anyone? Have we, have we talked about werewolf on this on this uh, a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We can't uh, remember if that was on camera or off camera. I, I don't remember if it was if if it was on camera, but um, but yeah, I, I actually didn't start with the either. I started with werewolf. Um, Powered by the apocalypse, I believe it's called, right? World of Darkness? No, Werewolf the Apocalypse. Werewolf the Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Powered by the Apocalypse is another thing. Oh, right, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, Werewolf the Apocalypse, yeah. Um, Where I played a very uh, techie werewolf. Um, Don't know where I got that idea from. Um, (laughs) But but yeah, no, just, you know, friends playing. Uh, we were a few friends and so much fun we had and I managed to kill my almost kill my teammates because I uh, botched the roll um, th- it has that kind of mechanics so yeah um, I had a rifle I shot him in the back he didn't like that so with a silver bullet as well so oh <laughs> yeah almost killed him um, maybe I even did and the DM just didn't tell me I don't know it is a possibility so <laughs> were you fighting other werewolves 
Um, I don't even remember anymore um, what we were fighting. Uh, and it might also just have been a case of, of course, I'm buying silver bullets because that's cool. I don't know. Um, I don't really remember anymore. It as, as again, I think I remember it as being like a fairly easy system to jump into um, because I was new to it as well. So it was just like you know, it was more like the rule of cool than rules so for me so <laughs> um but yeah but apparently my my werewolf didn't like to shift into werewolf form so he had a rifle instead and was just shooting stuff so mm-hmm. all right and you like the other werewolf adam masquerade well uh vampire the masquerade Vamp- sorry yes that's what i meant yeah to say. yeah so so yeah my my primary experience with World of Darkness is through uh, Vampire at the moment, but I do want to try out like a lot of the other World of Darkness games. I think I've already mentioned Changeling on here. Mage is another one I'd really like to try, although I hear like the latest rules for Mage are a bit jank, so maybe I'll wait for 5e to come out before I, before I ju- try Mage. Um, but yeah, Werewolf comes out in August. Um... So if anybody's up for doing a one shot of that over summer, well up for that. I mean, actually, I have a thought. Um, I'll touch mm. base with you after this. I mean, I'm I'm not against jumping back into the roots. Um, so if if you need a player, then I'll happily join. I think when it comes to August, I'm most likely in planning phase for 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 season two. So. It's, that's fu- like, yeah. like <laughs> unless unless somebody uh, at Geek Herring Productions can get us an early PDF. Like, I ain't gonna run a one shot like the week I get the PDF. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds perfectly reasonable. So, yeah. so September then? September maybe. <laughs> Because they've announced August, but they've not announced what day in August. So yeah, that's true. Maybe September, maybe that October. That's fair. That is fair. All right, I think that's the end. I think that's what we had uh, for you this week. Um, if you want to follow us, have a conversation with us, ask us questions, all that good stuff, you can do that on social media, pretty much everywhere at Crowded Tavern. Um, you can join our Discord at crowdedtavern.com forward slash Discord. Uh, you can find all the links and everything you need to know uh, at thecrowdedtavern.com. So that's all for me. Amanda, anything to add? Um, if you like what you hear, um, do the things that you do when you like what you hear. And like, subscribe, follow, retweet, rate, review, etc., etc., etc. It's all very greatly appreciated and we love you forever for it. What she said. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And guys, thanks for being here. No problem.